Take me higher. You who have your Bibles, let's turn to the book of St. Luke, the 8th chapter, ending at the 22nd verse. St. Luke, when you get that, stand to your feet. Brothers, good to see you. He in the house. That's Brother Deacon Joe Jackson's family. Amen. Hadn't seen him a minute, but that's, thank God, you made it back. Amen. Some of our members we hadn't seen in it's always good to see your members. Amen. Amen. I said, well, Pastor, I joined some, you still Barnabas. Once you go Barnabas, you can't go back. You, you can't go back once you... Once you have gone through the Barnabas experience, amen. It makes you want to measure everything else up against excellence. Luke, St. Luke, the 8th chapter, the 22nd through the 25th verse. A very part of, part of scripture, amen. Am I in or not? Oh, I got this on. Amen. You can hear me, right? Amen. And in the 22nd verse, now it came to pass on a certain day. Somebody say certain day. Amen. That he went into a ship with his disciples and he said unto them, let us go over unto the other side of the lake. And they launched forth. But as they sailed, he fell asleep, and there came down a storm of wind on the lake, and they were filled with water and were in jeopardy. They came to him and awoke him, saying, Master, Master, we perish. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water. And they ceased, and there was a great, there was a calm. And he said unto them, Where is your faith? And they, being afraid, wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commanded even the winds and water. And they obeyed him. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. In another part of the scripture, it says, Master, carries not that we perish. Amen. Thank God for the reading and hearing of his holy word. Luke, eight chapter 20. Second through the 21st verse. Let us consider this subject today. Jesus cares. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, Jesus cares. Isn't it good to know that somebody Walking and living in a cold world where violence is up on the page. Everywhere you turn, somebody's off and over. But I just come by today to tell you Jesus cares. Amen having some technical difficulties. I'm finna cure that right now. Amen. Amen. Jesus cares. Somebody say that. Jesus cares. Why does he care? Somebody say, because I'm his child. 
See, it's one thing about children, for those of you who are parents who have children. No matter what your children get into, they still your children. You can change the fellowship, but you can't change the relationship. Your DNA belongs to the Lord. Am I right? But it's comforting to know that somebody cares. I take pleasure in serving a God who cares about me. Am I right? I take pleasure in serving a God who provides for me, protects me, covers me, lifts me up, and sometimes he has to pull me down. You know we can get besides ourselves sometimes, and we have to be abased sometimes, but it's all because he cares for us. Am I right about it? Well, 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 uh, in this dialogue, in this part of scripture here, as the scripture says, a certain day. A certain day. It, it, it didn't name the num, the month, neither the day. But it was a certain day. I noticed in God's word, he used that word a lot. A certain woman a certain man, a certain day. That lets me know that he's talking to us. Because that certain could be you. Am I right? A certain day, a, a, a day that, uh, that he didn't bother to lift up and give homage to a day. Like when we lift up the 4th of July, that brings about some other things to consider. When we lift up December the 25th, again. November the 24th, again. A certain day. A, a day that he decided to go across the lake. It either was the Sea of Tiberias, it either was the Lake of Genesaret, and it could have been the Sea of Galilee. Somebody say, certain day. Well, I think each and every one of us have experienced a certain day. Some of us have experienced that day, and we don't want to see that day anymore. Anybody been in trouble? That was a certain day. Am I right about it? Anybody been unemployed? That was a certain day. I, I, I'm glad it didn't last for too many days, because I need to eat. Am I right about it? But that was a certain day. How about anybody ever had their heart broken or their heart flustered? That was a, amen, amen. That was a certain day. Any one child has ever gotten in trouble. That was a, because you really don't want to highlight that day. But it was a. Thank God for Jehovah. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost sneaking up in here. Amen. Uh, 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 after he had talked about in the previous of that chapter, he talked about sowing seeds. Sowing seeds on good grounds, on shallow grounds, on stony grounds. Am I right about it? He even talked about seeds sowing on rocks. Am I right about it? And then he talks about, uh, he showed them how he could deliver. A man came to him with uh, leprosy. And in those days, you didn't touch anyone who had leprosy, for it was highly contagious. Am I right about it? It was so contagious, they made you move on the outskirts of town, out of the city limits, so you wouldn't come in contact with anybody. Am I right about it? It was so serious that they made you wear a bell around your neck so folks could hear you coming. Just think about it. Somebody uh, uh, messed around and married the wrong person or started going with the wrong person. See, you would have known who they were if they had a bell on. 
I said a bell. I need that you rascal, you can put on a show for a few minutes, but it takes a, a, a realness about you to continue that. Am I right about it? Anybody can lie for the moment. I can put on a, 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 any kind of character for two or three weeks, sometimes even six months, and then that, uh, that, that real self starts sneaking out. Oh, if I'd have seen this when we first got together, I'd have passed you by. You need a bell on. Yeah, you need a bell. Therefore, they had witnessed him curing folks, healing blind folks, healing leprosy, healing lame folks, restoring folks' sight. They had witnessed all of that. In a certain day, they happened to be going across the lake. Now, when they got in the ship, they didn't, it wasn't a storm. I said when they got in the ship. But while they was going across the lake, a storm arose. While we are going across life, storms will arise. Anybody ever been in a storm? Am I right about it? So when you first start off, I remember my wife and I, we was on vacation. I think we was headed up through to Denver, Colorado, somewhere about. And we were just riding all of a sudden in the horizon. We saw a dark cloud and it was just like a wall of darkness. And, and I looked at the wall and, and my wife looked, I said, baby, I think I'll just go around that stone. Well, it was gonna take me about five or six or seven miles out of the way, but it was worth it, Deacon Jackson, to go around that stone. Somebody ought to have the insight to go around storms. Some, some folks try to go through a storm. You can go around a storm. You don't have to take on that. Am I right about it? Therefore, a storm came up. See, you got to understand the significance here was that Jesus was in the ship. Oh, let me park there a few minutes. Let me park there a few minutes. We are considered the ship. And we invite you at the partaking of God's word, we'll put Jesus on the inside of you. And if Jesus is truly on the inside of you, he's going to protect you. He'll let you go up to danger, but he'll speak to the danger and say, back off. That's my child. He'll keep you from serious injury. He'll keep you from serious harm. He can speak to elements. He can speak to animals. He can speak to roosters. He can speak to donkeys. And he can also speak to the wind. I'm so glad about it because I'm thankful for what could have happened that didn't happen. Somebody ought to... Say something. A, could, a lot of things could have happened, but didn't happen. I remember when I was in college, and, my, and you know, and those of you who have been in college and joined a sorority or fraternity, you know, sometimes you're influenced by your sirens or your brothers. Say, man, uh, I know where some refrigerators are. And, uh, man, they just sitting out there. And uh, we thinking about going to get us three or four of them and sell them. I said, uh-huh. I said, well, I'll see y'all tomorrow. I'm going to go around. I'm going around the storm. I, amen. My mom and my daddy would turn over in their grave if I caught, get caught stealing. That just totally out of my whole frame of reference. Amen. The next day, about one o'clock, rain. Who was this? Oh, man, it's yeah, man. Uh, when he said that, I knew something was up. Yeah, man, we got caught last night. We in jail. We need y'all to go and uh, collect some bond money so we can get out of jail. I just said, thank you, Lord, for taking me around the storm. 
Am I right about it? You can go around a storm. It's your choice. You know, some folks like to walk right into a storm, but I got something else to do. Am I right about it? So, 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 so you got to understand it's important to have Jesus in you. When you have Jesus in you, something will speak to you when you go to do wrong. Something will tell you, don't touch that. Something will tell you, not now. Something will tell you, don't go that way. I said, when you have Jesus in you. Well, see, here's the significance of it all. These disciples had been through tutelage with Jesus. They had seen all of these miracles, but they had not seen him in this manner. Am I right about it? See, don't get comfortable with the Lord because you haven't seen anything yet. Am I right about it? Yeah, he healed your body. Yeah, he gave you a job. Yeah, he brought your child back home. But you haven't seen anything yet. The Bible said he will descend with a shout. He'll look to the graveyard where dead saints are resting and call him up. Look to the live saying, and they will be changed in a moment and at the twinkling of an eye. And he's going to take us all home to the Father. I said, you haven't seen anything yet. I don't know about you, but I want to win the seat. I'm just using my sanctified imagination. Oh, Jesus coming back in a 747? No. I'm using my sanctified imagination. I want a window seat. Because, see, every time I get in a plane, I like to sit by the window. Because I want to see what I'm leaving, and I want to see what I'm coming up on. So when I look out the window, when Jesus come by, because you know Jesus is the parlor. But I'm sitting back down and saying, ooh, I'm leaving heartache and pain. I'm leaving shame. I'm leaving disappointment. I'm leaving sickness. Am I right about it? And I'm going to a place of no more. No more. God said he's going to wipe away all my tears. What that means is it won't be anything to cry about. Be hot and hot and never goodbye. Every day will be Sunday and Sabbath will have no end. I said we're going somewhere. So don't get so comfortable that you think you buddy up with Jesus because you haven't seen anything yet. As they are going across the lake, as they are moving, they started out all right. They didn't have no problem with Jesus going down stairs and catching him a nap. Because he's flesh and blood like us now. Okay, he's tied on his mother's side. But he's God on his father's side. Am I right about it? And so he went down to take a nap. The Bible says he was on a pillar. Taking, uh, you, you, you know, I, I take two or three naps every day. Even when I was working, I took me a nap. I go in my office and close my office door and lock it. One day I got a little carried away because I started snowing. And my secretary knocked on my door. And, you know, I'm a light sleeper. I said, what's up? Uh, Mr. Ware, uh, 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 and that's exactly what, I don't know who said that, but that's what, she, uh, you're getting a little loud out here. I forgot I was even at work. But he had to take a nap. He went on down and got on a pillar and went to sleep. Now, the Bible said, God neither sleeps, neither does he slumber. But when Jesus was in human flesh, he got tired. Am I right about it? And, and see, here's the message behind this. Yeah, Jesus on the inside of you, but he created you to have faith. And if you got faith, you're supposed to run on your faith until your faith runs out. And when your faith runs out, then you need to wake Jesus up. 
that's why so that's why faith is so important. Was that it's the evidence of things hoped for. Am I right about it? So when you are in a situation, use your faith first. But see, some folks don't think about that. They say, oh, Jesus, see, you ain't, you, you calling on Jesus, and you haven't used the faith that he's given you. Uh-oh, it just got quiet. I must be in your driveway. You got to use your faith. Faith come by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Your faith makes Jesus present in your life, somebody say, all the time. But see, I can understand Jesus. He said, okay, well, I'm going to take a nap, and I'm going to see how you handle it. I'm going to see how you handle it. I'm going to just sit back and take a nap. I'm in you. I said I'm in you. But I'm going to sit back and take a nap, and I'm going to see how you handle this based upon what you have learned in my word, based upon what you have learned with me walking beside you, based upon how I am helping you raise your children, based upon how I am guiding your career, I want to see have you learned anything yet. Is there anybody in the building has learned anything from walking with the master? Because that's a good walk. That's an enjoyable walk when you walk with the master. So therefore, the storm came up. I, I, I just think this was a test. I think this was a test. I think this was a test. Because Jesus went to sleep on purpose. But he wasn't in so far away that he couldn't hear your call. Because you know he's a light sleeper. You can wake up at 1 o'clock in the morning and say, Jesus. You can call him in the morning or call him late at night. He's right. But as you walk through this life, you need to understand that you got faith. You have faith to move mountains. You have faith. Am I right about it? That's why he gave us faith. I can hear Jesus saying, I want children who have faith. Well, let's bring it on down to our children. Don't we raise, well, uh, uh, I ain't going to say that. I raise my children to become independent. Yeah, man, they're going to come back. I said, not at my house. All my kids got their own house, their own children, their own money, and their own jobs. But it's how you raise them. Oh, my son is 45 years old, still at the house. Don't blame the son, blame you. And if I got that much sense about how I want my children turn, to turn out, how about Jesus? He wants you to walk by faith. And when your circumstances exceed your faith, that's the time to wake him up. Come on, Jesus, I done, did, I done dispense all the faith I got. I need you to come on into this situation and handle it for me. I need you to speak to it. That's what Jesus did. The, the storm started raging. You got to understand the storm. The, the, somebody said the storm. What happened was it was the wind's problem. See, the wind was blowing. The wind got under the water and created a wave. And the water started coming into the ship, and they became afraid. Somebody said it was the wind's fault. You can switch the wind for Facebook. See, when Facebook gets it, it dumps it everywhere. When the water gets under the, when the wind gets under the water, it comes in everywhere. Have you been looking at your news lately? The folks that are suffering in Houston, Texas, all of the water 
where the wind brought the water. And if you don't do something about the water, it'll drown you. Am I right about it? So the wind got out of the water and caused the wave. The waves start coming into the ship, and they became afraid. Ain't that what problems do? They start coming into my, our ship, and we become afraid. See, after we have expended all our resources and all our influences, don't we say, Jesus, don't you care? I'm out here. I'm, my rent is due within a week. Jesus, don't you care? I done already borrowed money from my siblings, my parents, if I have them, my friends, and, and my credit is just stretched to the max. I don't think, it, Jesus, wake up. I need a miracle. I'm looking for a miracle. I want a miracle. In other words, I want you to do something right. I want you to do something right. And see, when you are really entangled and tied up in Jesus, he'll answer right. Won't he do it? Is there anybody that has experienced the right now blessing? And then sometimes your blessings don't, doesn't come until about a, a month, maybe two months, maybe three months, up to a year. Am I right about it? But what you ask the master comes coming in your door. He said, and then you say, thank you, Lord, for hearing my cry. Don't worry about when things don't happen on your calendar. Thank God on your time. Just know that it's still on God's calendar. It's not on your time clock. You can't put it in your phone and it will warn you about two hours before it comes. But just have faith that he hurt you. Have faith that he will deliver. Have faith in God. Because Jesus cares. He cares what happened to you. He knows our needs. He knows our heart. He knows we need finance to exist on this side. He know we need clothes. He, he even know we need a vehicle to get back and forth to work. He, he knows we need shelter. He, he knows we need strength. He know, somebody say, he knows. So this storm got out of hand. I can see in my sanctified imagination these disciples were, getting, were starting to panic. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, what we going to do? What, what we? Peter! P Peter, Peter, Peter. We, the storm is getting outrageous. We, it, 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 the water is coming in the boat. Peter, go down and wake up Jesus. Well, see, the first thing about it was uh, they used the wrong uh, uh, verbiage. It, it says, care is not that we perish. And, and if I were Jesus, I'd have said, where you get this we stuff from? I'm part of the we that's on this ship. And you think I'm going to perish? After you've seen all the miracles that I can have performed, every, the things that I have did done in your life, you think, I'm going down with this ship? Something is wrong with your faith. I don't get in today. Jump out tomorrow. Get in today. Jump out. You know how some of us are. We here today, not here tomorrow. Here today, sometime, as the old folks say. But Jesus is not sometime. He's an on-time God. Yes, he is. Anybody know that he's an on-time God? Peter went on down and said, Jesus, uh, uh, and I, can, I, 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 I despise being waking out of a good nap. Oh, Lord. I was, I was having a good nap the other day, and the phone rang. You know, I thank God for caller ID. Oh, Lord. Thank, I looked over there on the caller ID, and I got upset. Not because it was one of those marketing calls, but because it woke me up. And you know you can't get your spot back. 
you, you just might well go on, get up, and call it a day. You can't get that spot back. You say, well, let me finish. No, ain't no finishing. You ain't going to get your. And I can imagine he was asleep on a soft pillar. It might have been a hard bench, but it was a soft pillar. In other words, it was somewhere to lay his head. And here come Peter. I can just. Jesus was asleep, but he wasn't asleep. I see he was asleep, but he wasn't asleep. Here come Peter. Uh, uh. And I can, I can imagine Peter knew how to approach him. He didn't run down there and say, Jesus, get up. No, no, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't enough respect. I can imagine him touching Je Je Jesus. Jesus. Je Jesus. I, I want to show you my uprope, utmost respect. Jesus. And Peter might have looked back at the other disciple. Y'all, he's not waking up. Jesus. Jesus. And, and, and see, Jesus already knew what he was down there for. Am I right about it? If you notice your verbiage in your Bible, you, Jesus did not rebuke Peter that time. The Bible said he just got on up. Sleep in his eyes and everything. Aggravated. Lord, how long must I suffer these rascals? They, they not learning nothing. They in Sunday school. They in Bible study. They go to prayer meeting and they still don't have any faith. Lord, come and see about me. So he just got on up. He just got on up. And walked out on the deck as though he was talking to a person. And I can see him looking in the abyss and saying, when? You know who I am. Go back. You're creating too much problem down here. You're scaring my children. Go back into the four corners. Go, just go back. And then when the wind stopped, the water just laid down because the wind was the power of the water. Am I right about it? See, when you got wind going around and you have exposed it to too many folks, it starts throwing stuff in your ship. Unnecessary stuff. Child, I heard. Child, I heard. If I was you, I wouldn't put all the ways. In fact, so many come that you think you're about to sink. And it wasn't really about nothing. But the wind has picked up the water, and the water is coming in on you. Jesus, you got to do something. Wind, water, be still. And the Bible said that was a great, a great calm. Has anybody ever experienced a calmness in your life? And you should be upset. You, you should be upset. You should be ready to tear something up. But God has sent you some peace. And I can use my sanctified imagination to say, God said in that peace, be still, my child. I got it. I'm glad we can't stray too far from a caring Christ. Some of us have been prodigals. And you who are Bible students know what prodigal is. Someone who has gone off by yourself and got your freak on. And you should be back home. That's what a prodigal is. It's right in the word. Am I right about it? Jesus, do something. And the Bible said the disciples just marvel. In other words, you who went by English 101, you know that marvels means amazed, excited, 
They marvel and say, what manner? Jesus, we saw, we saw you heal. We saw you deliver. We saw you restore sight. We saw you heal a lame man. We, 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 you touched a man one day and he just got up. He had never walked. And he went away jumping and leaping and praising God. We've seen all of this, but we haven't seen you on this matter. Jesus, you have come out of the box on us. We've never seen anybody that's able to talk to win. To win. Jesus said, oh, you have little faith. In other words, you should have had enough faith to endure more than you did. A lot of folks be asking, Lord, send me more faith, and you're not using the faith he's already given you. You should have been able to stay up there and battle this storm out a little while longer before you call on me. Am I right about it? He says, perish not that we perish. We're not getting ready to perish. This is just a test. Has anybody been through school? And you got a test? The object of the passing the test is to go to the other side. Am I right about it? A, a test will uh, 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 allow you to go to the other. And then when you fail a test, you find yourself having to take that test over. Am I right about it? Now, some folks don't even bother about taking the test over. They just give up right there. But those of us who have some God in us, those of us who have some faith, we're going to take that test again. Anybody ever took a test twice? Anybody ever took a test three times? Guess what? We still taking tests. But the object is to go to the other side. Am I right about it? So, so therefore, they failed the test. And Jesus had to cure the grade. You know what? Uh, anybody know what a curve is? They have to bring the grade down to your performance. You do know that's not acceptable, right? So you need to take the test over. See, every moment isn't a hallelujah moment. I, I really wish it was, but in this life we shall have trials and tribulation. Jesus comforts us by saying, I overcame and you shall overcome. So every moment isn't a hallelujah moment, and sometimes we have to wait and stand still. Am I right about it? That's the hardest thing to do is wait. Somebody said waiting is hard. I want it right now. I can see somebody in the morning as you go to work and it's about lunchtime and you put your little prepared lunch in the microwave and, and, and you just put it in there for 10 minutes, but you're standing at the microwave. The microwave ain't, is not quick enough for some of us. Am I right about it? Most things don't take but about a minute to warm up. I said most things. But during that minute, folks are lining up because normally they ain't about one or two microwaves. It's a line there and say, won't you hurry up? I just got here. It ain't been but 30 seconds. That's the way we are about God sometimes. We don't even give God time to work. We want a miracle right. And God is saying, you got enough faith to know that I'm coming. I don't want to spoil you like little brats. I want you to become mature adults. When I was a child, I thought as a child. I acted like a child. But when I came a mature adult, I put away childish things, childish things thinking, childless behavior. I pray, God, you're, you're not over 30 and still acting childish. But Jesus got up and said, where's your faith? 
you should have known by walking with me that I was unusual. You, you should have known by now that I'm an on-time God. Yes, I am. See, the storm was on the outside, but Jesus was on the inside. Am I right about it? Is he in you? Uh, I didn't see I told you I'm used to being talked to. I said, is he in you? Am I right about it? When you have Jesus on board, no storm can take you down. Somebody say, no storm. Greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. See, the scripture says that the men marvel, saying, what manner of man? In other words, we don't really realize the indebtedness of this person that's in front of us. We had no idea you had that kind of power to talk to elements. We saw you here, but we've never saw you talk to wind. You can't even see the wind, but you can sure feel it. I see some of you fanning right now. You're not fanning to exercise your arm. You feel something. Oh, you feel something. That's why Jesus told Nicodemus the other day, you, 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 you don't see the wind, but you sure enough feel it. Am I right about it? You never seen Jesus, but we believe in him. Am I right about it? So therefore, he is real. Great is he. See, the scripture tells us that they just marvel. See, we should be marveling right now over the fact that he has brought us thus far. If you was Jesus, would you have delivered you? I can't answer that for you. Have I been an obedient child for God to bless me? How he healed your body. Somebody's been sick. Anybody been sick? I see you here in front of us. That sickness wasn't unto death. That's reason to marvel. That's reason to get excited. Am I right about it? How he mended your broken heart. I didn't think I would ever get through that and such and such and get over this one and get over that one. But Jesus has mended the terrors in my heart. Am I right about it? How he forgave you and how he saved you. We all needed saving. Am I right about it? How he comforts you in the time of need. How he kept you while you were unemployed. See, time and time again, he has been there for us. I mean, time and time. He's going to be with you after the benediction today. He's going to be with you on your way home. Don't you know that you don't have to do nothing? Something can be done to you. Yes, you have uh, 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 saw the time that he has given you what you need. So make a joyful noise unto the Lord because of what he has done. Just the mere fact that you're not dead sleeping in your grave. Just the mere fact uh, that you have health and strength. Just the mere fact that you didn't have to sleep under the bridge last night. Just the mere fact you have some means of finance. Am I right about it? You should be marveling over Jesus Christ. I'm glad, I said I'm glad that we serve a caring Christ. I'm glad that he cares for us. Even when we go astray, he's right there to pick us up and bring us back to the fold. Am I right about it? Even though sometimes we don't get it the first time and not even the second and third and fourth time, he still cares for us. Ain't he all right? I can't hear you. Ain't the Lord all right? He's good. Ain't he good?
Ain't the Lord all right? He's kind. Ain't he kind? Ain't the Lord all right? He's gentle. Ain't he gentle? Ain't the Lord all right? Am I right about it? The world was in a storm one day. The world was tossing and turning by sin. And God looked over the balcony of time and said, man is in trouble and he can't get himself out. I'll go down and I'll deliver man's soul. The Bible said he came on down in a little town called Bethlehem, wrapped in swaddling clothes, grew up a little time in Nazareth, and walked the streets of Judea. But one day, I said one day, they carted him to an old rugged cross. One day, they stretched him wide, put nails in his hand, and a spike through both feet. And he never said among the word. And they lifted that cross up. And Jesus silhouetted between heaven and earth. He died. Didn't the Lord die? He died. Didn't the Lord die? He died from the sixth to the ninth hour. He died till the sun wouldn't shine. He died till the temple was rented from the top to the bottom. He died till the earth lost gravitation and began to reel and rock. He died. Didn't the Lord die? Took him down and put him in a barry grave. But early, I said early, early, Sunday morning, he got up. He got up. He got up. Didn't the Lord get up with all power in his hand? Power to lift up the bowed down head. Power to mend the broken heart. Power to save your soul. Ain't he all right? I can't hear you. Ain't the Lord all right? Yeah, and it didn't stop there because he's coming back again. Can't you see him? I said, can't you see him? He's coming in the air. He's riding on a cloud, looking over to the graveyard, calling dead saints out of the grave. Look over to the live saint. They'll change in a moment. At the twinkling of an eye, and we'll be caught up. Somebody shout, caught up. Caught up. Caught up. Caught up. Caught up. Caught up. Oh, caught up. Going home with Jesus. Ain't he all right? Don't fool me this morning. Ain't the Lord all right? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. He cares. He cares. He cares. I don't care what you feel about it, but you need to know the Lord cares. Is there anybody in the building? to know Jesus cares. Is there anybody in the building who has felt his power, felt his strength, felt his anointing? Ain't he all right? Yeah! Yeah! Oh, yeah! Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, I don't mean to bother you, 
But I need to tell you something. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy, somebody shout joy. Joy, joy, cometh in the morning. Ain't he all right? Yeah, ain't the Lord all right? Yeah. Ah. He's on board. I said he's on board. He's on board. How you know he's on board? I can feel him on the altar of my show. I can feel him, his anointing power. I can feel him speaking to issues in my life. I can feel him telling the storm to lie down, leave me alone. I can feel him. I said, I can feel him. Is there anybody in the building that knows the Lord is all right? Yeah! check this thing out. Is the Lord good? I, I, I said, is the Lord good? Now everybody, ain't the Lord all right? I know he's all right. I know he's good. 